Hey, this is Rob Caggiano from the band Volbeat, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Turn it up. This is Ross Valerie of Journey, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Episode 260 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, and heavy metal talk on the net. Episode 260, we are joined for the second time in the history of the show by YT founder and frontman Dave Menachetti. Dave uh, and the band are in the process of wrapping up a Kickstarter campaign, and you can find more information by going to kickstarter.com and searching for Y and T, just spell out the word and and don't use the ampersand. Uh, you can find that it's a documentary film they're working on putting together. Uh, there's about a week left to go in this particular campaign. It ends on February 26th. Um, you can pledge money uh, to help them make the uh, film. And for your financial consideration, there are a lot of great uh, promos and experiences you can get. Uh, for your money so it's really worth checking out and um, Dave and the band are going to be going on tour starting in uh, March uh, running through May they're coming to Pittsburgh in particular on the 5th of May uh, but doing stops really along the country so we thought it would be a really cool time to touch base with Dave uh, find out about the film the anniversary of the band uh, the tour the Kickstarter campaign uh, new material so we talk about all sorts of things so Without further ado, we're going to get you to Dave Menachetti of Wine. Gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show founding member of the band Y&T. We have Dave Manichetti on the line. How are you doing, Dave? 
Doing well, thanks. Great. It's awesome to have you on the show. You were on, actually, it's been the better part of five years, uh, if my math is correct. You came on right around the time Face Melter uh, had come out. You guys were coming through Pittsburgh for the first time in what seemed like forever. Uh, so it's, yeah, exactly. it's great. You guys are coming back to do a show at Alter Bar uh, the first week of May. Uh, so tickets available for that right now. But we wanted to talk to you in particular now because you have a Kickstarter campaign uh, that was especially interesting to me. Uh, and I think a lot of people, you, you guys have been a band that I think everyone's been aware of. Anybody who has one of your albums loves it. But a band that we certainly would love to know more about. So you guys are doing to kind of coincide with the 40th anniversary of the band, a documentary, and you've got a Kickstarter campaign that you guys have kind of blown out of the water as far as uh, donations. But can you talk about uh, the film itself? Sure. Um, it's it's basically, you know, we, we've always wanted to do something where we went from the very beginnings of the band all the way through and, and, uh, and had everybody in the band, former members included, have something to to add to this whole experience because mm-hmm. I know that the fans like to hear from everyone you know because that they there's a lot of fans that cut their teeth at the very beginning of of our existence and of course they they love to hear from Leonard and Joey the original drummer and, and guitar player and uh, so it's you know that that kind of thing that we want to put all the way through uh, is is just being straight out straight up front with everybody and uh and and talking about the times that we had together how we started how you know the tours were going and um you know sort of behind the scenes views into into our lives i guess is is really what it is now um are you guys I, i mean a lot of artists seem to travel with cameras you know especially you know you look at somebody like dimebag who seemed to be filming everything i mean did you guys have a lot of footage stockpiled from the early days well we've got a lot of uh performance footage okay. here and there um but uh, not a ton of video footage of us you know just hanging out or you know in a, in a tour bus or anything like that i don't know i i guess we were one of those bands that didn't have cameras going all the time okay. so um, you know, what we're doing, of course, is we're compiling um, videos from live performances. We're going to do actual interviews with everybody in the band and former members. Uh, Eddie Trunk is going to be involved, and he's going to be, uh, you know, sort of doing uh, some of the narration as well and and interviews. And uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty darn good. I mean, we've got a lot of footage, but. Again, like I said, not necessarily a lot of backstage footage on the tour right. bus footage from way back when. We do have it more in the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, maybe the last five or six or seven years, uh, we, we've got lots more of that. Yeah, I mean, aside from, you know, the, obviously the MTV videos and, and stuff, it, it doesn't seem – I know there was a DVD you guys had out, I'm going to say maybe 10 years ago. I could be wrong on that, um, which is impossible to find anymore. Um, right. So it'd be great to have, you know, some new stuff. Uh, how did you t- uh, kind of work with Eddie Trunk? How did that come together? Well, Eddie's been a fan of the bands for a long time. And, you know, we kind of always had this relationship going over the years. Ever since uh, we we started touring on the East Coast, uh, he would come out and we met mm-hmm. him way back when. I mean, we're talking about, you know, early 80s. Um, I remember playing this place uh, called Lemoore's in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. uh, and and I remember Eddie would come to that show, and and we'd talk and meet back then. So 
uh, we've had this ongoing relationship, and uh, it just seemed like to me he was the right guy to get involved in this product because he knows so much about the band. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wanted to get somebody to basically excite me in an interview to get to sure. get the stories out of me, and uh, and he's the guy to do it. I mean, every time I, I do an interview with Eddie, it's it's like. Man, you you were right there with me. I mean, you you know so much about the band, and you know so much about the business, about what happened with us, and all that kind of stuff. You're you know here's the guy that's going to get all the stories. You know, to, I think out of me the best, and uh, and so that's why we wanted to get him involved. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just only for his 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 name, uh, but, but more just because you know we we needed we needed somebody that really knew about Y&T from the very beginning all the way through the many years that we've had. Right, and yeah. And that's, that's the guy. Yeah. yeah, and that's no easy task. I mean, that's a long history. I know I only uh, admittedly kind of jumped on the bandwagon when probably a lot of fans came in 1985 when you know, Summertime Girls came out and had no sure. idea in buying Open Fire that it was even a live album. But I have to say thank you because I'm a huge fan of live albums. It's a great way to, right. you know, get familiar with everyone's catalog so that was a great introduction to the band um but it was never easy to find you know especially the older material um you know yeah it was, in, it was difficult i mean it, what happened of course is in 83 everything went to compact disc and uh and uh, a and m records for you know just did not want to re-release the mm -hmm. first couple of records on cd forever and uh you know so those were almost impossible to find and then sure. And then eventually, uh, once we got in, in control of, of, uh, you know, getting the licensing and so on and so forth from, from, uh, now Universal Music, who's sort of, you know, enveloped everybody that we were ever on, Geffen, A&M, sure. whatever, they're all Universal Music. Well, we got the licensing and so we were able to re-release all of those, all those titles, you know, about mm -hmm. a, about a decade or so ago. And, uh, it's made it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, I remember, like, when I had open fire, you know, even now it was like kind of the cool kid for several months because no one else even had that one. So it was, uh, right. it was great stuff. Now, um, obviously you guys made Face Melter in 2010, um, after a fairly long hiatus. Um, and you guys have seemed to take back on the road as I, as I mentioned earlier, you guys were in Pittsburgh back then. And before that, I don't know when the last time we saw you. Um, so you're going to be touring, uh, most of 2015 now. Do you guys do kind of the weekend fly-in sort of thing? Uh, not so much. Um, mm -hmm. We've, yeah, I mean, we we were doing that for a while, but uh, but then we just decided that we're going to try to hit the the most of the states uh, in one fell swoop every year, okay. and and that's basically what we do. We 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 do it in two months, and uh, we have our own vehicles, and we just, you know, we have two big giant sprinter vans uh one okay. that's uh that's like like a big limo and the other one carries the gear and uh and eight of us just go out on the road and 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 they start start from the southwest and go all the way around the country and come back you know through through the top of the country and so that's what we've been doing for the last uh three years and uh almost for, actually i'd say four out of the last five years we've been okay. doing that so so that's kind of, and, and of course, you know, we still have some, some weekend kind, kind of shows as well, right. where we'll go to a region and, uh, and hit it again or, or do a couple of different things. But mm -hmm. mostly that's what we've been doing. We've been doing a, a two month tour through the states 
And uh, we also do the same thing in Europe every year. We go in the fall and we do a two-month headline tour there, uh, along with doing some festivals in the summer. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, are you guys actively working on a follow-up to Face Melt, or, or is that uh, kind yes. of time will tell? Okay. Can you talk well, a little bit? It, it's, it's it's a little, a little of both, <laughs> a little of both. Only, only of as much that you know we're playing seventy to eighty shows every year, mm -hmm. and so you know, and it gives us a limited amount of time to really sit down and 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 focus on writing and everything. But mm -hmm. this year we've been talking about you know making a a, a real effort to uh, to spend like the time right now, as a matter of fact, where we've got a couple of weeks off before the next show and so on and so forth. Uh, to just, you know, get in the studio and start writing and, and put songs together. And, uh, you know, when we get the time to finalize all this stuff, uh, you know, we're hopeful that, that we'll have a new new product out next year. Uh, Dave, obviously you're a musician and, and that's what you do. So, you know, it's kind of in your DNA to, to create new material. But when you sit down, obviously doing this 40 years, you've got to have a, a sense for the music business. Um, do you look at projects like the idea of doing a new record or, uh, the DVD uh, of the documentary or, you know, a lot of artists have turned to writing books and try to look at projects as what would make the most fiscal sense? Um, not really. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a whole lot less into, you know, the, the money side of things mm -hmm. than, than, than just about the, uh, what feels good kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, you know, what, what we basically try to do is we're just, you know, we're gonna write we're gonna write songs because we we need to stay creative, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we we love playing live, and quite frankly, I'd be happy just playing live all the time. But mm -hmm. uh, but you know, getting in there and being creative and getting that side of your brain working again is 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 pretty inspiring. It's pretty it's pretty amazing uh, what it does. You know, just just for your headspace, if nothing sure. else. And of course, you know, and it's great that we can you know insert different songs that we you know that are brand new into a set and makes it really fresh for us all and so on and so forth so if that's really you know it's all just about being creative and 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 uh and touring and playing live that's all that really matters to us i mean mm -hmm. as far as you know marketing obviously we want to market the, the product the best that we can uh, and of course, the internet with social media and uh, and and so many other things have helped uh, to make it a little bit easier nowadays for bands that already have a following. Um, but uh, you know, as, as far as worrying about how many records we may actually sell versus and all that kind of stuff, I, that that went away about a, a dozen years ago. I mean, sure. uh, it, it was no longer you know you're going to make a million bucks on a record release it just you just don't think that way anymore that just that just is is not in the, the plan it's it's more just to create new material give the fans something new to listen to and mm -hmm. uh, and see the evolution of the band i mean that's that's kind of where it's all at at this point now looking at your experience with with kickstarter obviously you as i mentioned you're uh, doing fairly well relative to the budget you guys had set, and you still have about three weeks left. Um, is that something you would consider for, for an album, doing that kind of crowdfunded model? Uh, I know that there's a lot of bands that are doing that nowadays. Um, not necessarily. It, it depends on if we wanted to do an album a slightly different way than we've been doing them in the mm -hmm. last last three or four that we've done. I, I have my own recording studio, so I don't really have an overhead that yeah. I have to worry about. It's 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 just a matter of of uh, keeping the guys alive while we're taking off 
from from right. actually touring in order to do the record. That's that's always been the difficult part, and that's where you know it's nice to get a little bit of an advance from a record company or something to to give you some some money to pay your bills while you're while you're not you know touring. So yeah, um, yeah so and, and I know that that's one of the ways that they do it with a Kickstarter campaign is they just sell the CDs in advance mm-hmm. uh, to fans that that will fund them to be able to sit and you know for a couple of months in a row and and not have to tour or not have to worry about touring in order to to, yeah. to make the thing happen. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, that's that's a possibility. At, at the end of the day, uh, we'll we'll see if we actually need to do that. But yeah. uh, I would prefer not to have to, um, you know, let anybody else have to fund anything for us if if we can get by with it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and that's interesting how you equate that. I mean, it is in a way a lot like you know. I don't think people grasp what record companies do for bands. In a lot of ways, a record company is a glorified bank um, when it comes to all this. So, you know. The crowdfunding thing does make some sense in that. You know, you see a lot of people say, you know, why does so-and-so need to do a crowdfunding campaign for their new record? They're going to make the record anyway. Well, you, you bring up a good point. So-and-so has a mortgage to pay, has groceries sure. to buy, life insurance, yeah. and health insurance. And so that's a great point. Well, we want to wish you all the best with the documentary. Um, has, have you done a lot of the shooting for that already? Or is that s- um, a lot of it has not been done. Okay. Uh, actually, I mean, we, we what we've been doing the, the the previous couple of months before we even you know decided to launch this Kickstarter campaign was uh, I have so much material here, both in video, I mean, old interviews, old mm-hmm. footage of, of us playing all over the place, and uh, as well as thousands and thousands of. Uh, um, slides that I, I used to take. I used to always bring a, a really nice pro camera out on the road mm-hmm. back in the uh, early 80s all the way through. So I do have lots of that stuff, but not necessarily video per se, but lots sure. of pictures and stuff. So we've been spending months digitizing stuff and getting it all ready. And uh, and so, you know, we're, we're ahead of the game on that part. But as far as the interviews go and telling the story and all that kind of stuff, that's all stuff that has to be done from this point forward. Right. And so that's why we're saying we're, we're expecting to put this out uh, maybe the end of, the, of, of, of spring of next year because okay. it's going to take some time to, to put all of these interviews together. Plus, the other thing is is that um, we're kind of doing this ourselves, which is why the budget was kind of small in the first mm-hmm. place, in, in that uh, one of our road crew guys is involved in a um, – in a video company that, that he and his partner have. And so he's bringing out, you know, four cameras on the road with us at all time. In fact, this entire tour that we're going to be doing while we go through to Pittsburgh as well, uh, that whole two-month run, uh, we're going to be taking video the whole time in, in uh, you know, with the whole idea that we're going to have a lot of stuff. Sure. That we can add to the documentary, some backstage things, some 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 times with you know meet and greets with the fans, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just you know, sort of really getting down and dirty about what it's like to be in this band. Right. Yeah. And then you have the glorious task task of editing all that, which is yeah. You know, <laughs> Thank God I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's the part. I, I know we were uh, we had the fortune of talking to the producer of the um, film that Journey did on. Um, actually, Journey didn't do the film, but it was on their newest singer. And uh, we talked to them, and they'd done a, a crowdfunding campaign just to do the editing of the film because there was so much work involved in that. I don't think a lot of people who aren't involved with video realize how much of a task that is. Yeah, it's maddening. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, well, we'll look forward to seeing you again. You're coming into Alter Bar in early May uh, to do a show at the uh, – it's going to be great. Uh, you guys doing uh, – obviously, you're going to be still blending in some stuff from Face Melter, but can we expect a lot of the classics that night? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We, we play two-plus hours every night, so it gives us plenty of time to do the classics and, and some Face Melter stuff and some uh, deep tracks that – uh, we've been really getting into the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I think that's, that's really excited our, ourselves and also the fans as well. When all of a sudden here comes a track that they had no idea that we were going to play, you know, yeah, so it's, it's, awesome. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, do you guys sneak any of the new material in yet or is it not quite to that level yet? Not to that level yet. Okay. And, uh, we will if, if there's something, you know, before we hit this, this trip and in, in about two months from now it starts. Uh, if, if we've got something, you know, that's, that's worthy of playing live, we'll do it. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. All right, Dave. Well, I want to thank you so much for the time, and we'll catch you when you get into uh, Pittsburgh and May, man. Sure. Thanks, right. man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank thanks, Dave. Alright, a very special thank you goes out to Dave Manichetti uh, for joining us again on Iron City Rocks. As we had said in the interview, it's been a couple of years since Dave was on, right around the time Earthshaker came out. Uh, they had done a show in Pittsburgh and we were delighted to have them on. I had, uh, freely admit that I was a big, big fan of the band. Uh, had purchased Open Fire just kind of on a whim back in the 80s and uh, always been a big, big fan of live albums. So it was a great introduction to the band because she had all the classic hits. She had Summertime Girls. Uh, so it was really cool uh, to get a chance to have them on the show um, twice now. Uh, great to help them if we can in any way with the Kickstarter campaign. Again, go to kickstarter.com, search for Y&T. You can go to yntrocks.com. That'll get you the tour dates. Uh, also get you a link to the Kickstarter campaign. Again, that ends on February 26th. Um, no donation too small. They've already exceeded the budget, which is fantastic. Uh, but still a lot of great opportunities uh, for some really neat experiences and signed copies of the DVD and etc. So check that out. Visit us at ironcityrocks.com, facebook.com forward slash ironcityrocks, twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks, of course, as well. 
and uh, we really would like you to check out our website we just completed the um, as we are now calling them the PMA the Pittsburgh Music Awards and the uh, Pittsburgh Music Hall of Fame induction uh, was complete we had a tremendous outpouring of uh, support this year uh, from Western Pennsylvania uh, we were pleased to announce just this week that Randy Weitzel of In This Moment was inducted as our lone inductee into our Hall of Fame this year. Previous years we had done three musicians uh, per year. Uh, this year we decided we wanted to scale it back for years going forward to make it even more special. Uh, we have a nice class in there now, but we really want to keep it to a very exclusive group of musicians, so we don't want to just let seven, eight musicians in a year. We want to make sure it's a really a a special thing so congratulations to Randy in this moment is on tour uh, right now in Europe so hopefully they'll be back over the States soon and we'll get in touch with him and also we want to congratulate all the winners uh, you can go to ironcityrocks.com and click along the menu at the top there's a drop down for the music awards and for the Hall of Fame to see who who the winners were uh, who all is in the Hall of Fame from years past as well so um, we appreciate everyone who took the time to vote and we would like to reiterate for last time uh, this year at least uh, everything was done by popular vote uh, the nominations were by popular vote we took the five finalists in each category by popular vote opened it up to the final voting which was again by popular vote no one involved with Iron City Rocks voted at all uh, so if you don't like the winners that's on who, who voted so don't blame us um, but we were very pleased uh, with the uh, outpouring of support again for it this year so i'd like to thank you for listening and we'll be back next time take care